please like and subscribe. Let's grow NAI basketball. Thank you. Cascade Hoops Talk, bringing the world NAI basketball one podcast at a time. It's Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Well, today's December 19th. It's a Tuesday. Uh, several games tonight, uh, some real good ones. We're going to talk about them. We're also going to have Colby Blaine, head, head men's basketball coach at the College of Idaho. So why don't we get right at it and find out what's going on around NAI basketball tonight. So I want to remind everybody that today at 2 p.m. Central, number two, Langston, is going to play number four LSU, the Pilots. Two great teams, uh, both very athletic teams. This is must-see NAI basketball. If you're anywhere near the area, get down and watch that game. If not, find a video feed and watch these, these two teams play. So everybody knows that College of Idaho, they're 9-2. and two. They fell earlier in the season to Vanguard, and then they fell at the beginning of the Cascade Conference to Southern Oregon. Uh, rumors of their demise uh, were premature. Uh, they've won five straight now, and we wanted to catch up with Colby Blaine and ask him about playing with a target on his back. Cascade Hoopstock, Billy D. Haggett. I got uh, Colby Blaine. He's the head men's basketball coach, College of Idaho. Welcome, Coach. Thanks for being on the show. You bet, Bill. Good to hear from you. So, Colby, every weekend... I mean, you got this huge target on your back. It's somebody else's opportunity to win a just a huge statement ba uh, game. You know, this weekend over at Multnomah, all that buildup, I know you're aware of it. Uh, and, you know, it's that way every weekend for you. Uh, just talk about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's real. I mean, you look at any sport and any team in America, pros, college, high school, you know, anybody who wins their national championship or, you know, their final championship, they do play with a target on their back. Um, and what, you know, what that means is two things. One is the other opponents certainly get up for that game every night. Like they, you know, every single opponent, they wake up that morning and they're feeling like this is their chance to to play well. But I think it's the internal uh stress or the internal pressures that you take on as the the team trying to follow that championship and i think we've done a really nice job um one thing you know we do take on the pressures of having you know we had a couple streaks going this year and and you can feel it in the game if you were to lose you know you know the streaks are going away and so it's a, certainly a mindset but I do think over the last couple of weeks, we've really tried to just break the games down into small segments. And we we're trying to celebrate uh, plays within the game that don't have to deal with statistics. You know, maybe some defensive techniques that we've been practicing, some different offensive concepts we've been practicing. And and so we really just try to evaluate the game on small little goals. And, and we know if we stay focused like that, we know the results will come. I wasn't able to go to the game on Friday, but. Uh, just from the box score, it appears that your guys came in really focused. Uh, you just crushed them on the boards. You held them to, I think, 33% shooting. You just absolutely wouldn't get going from three. You know, talk about your mindset coming into that game. Yeah, well, everybody, you know, you, you talk about us having the target on our back. Well, Multnomah had the target last week. They were coming off an incredible trip <laughs> down to Arizona. That's true. Yeah. 
they had just uh, won two really good games, and that hyped our guys up. That we were like, "All right, we got an opponent that you know that uh, is is playing really well right now." And so that was a challenge for us. And when we have challenges, uh, we play really well, which was was exciting. But you know, that game was a forty minute commitment to our system. Um, you know, Multnomah hung in there with us early. They were up on the boards at halftime, and then we ended up beating them by about sixteen, I think, at the end of the game. And so that was a real. Uh, realization for us that it's a 40-minute game, that we we got to play every segment of the game uh, the best that we can because there's different different parts of the game. The, the, you know, the start is different than the end of the first half. The start of the second half is different than the end of the second half. So I thought we really played all 40 minutes really well there. You know, the other thing I wanted to ask is uh, most people don't know, probably a lot of people don't know, you live out on the edge of the Cascade Conference, and the Cascade Conference is long travel anyway. So the two trips you've made so far, that weekend when you had to go over to Southern Oregon, Oregon Tech, there was, people don't know, there were storms all the way from Boise, to, or the, and you had to cross the Cascades twice. And then this weekend you had to, you know, go clear to Portland. Just talk about the travel and what a grind that can be. Yeah, the hours are long. You know, Friday night we play at 7.30 and then we turn around and we play Saturday at 5. So it's, a you know, almost a 21-hour turnaround. Um, and so really there's – it's not about your prep, you know, in between those hours. That's about just sleep and regroup. Um, and so you got to be ready before you tip off on Friday night for the entire weekend. And that makes it even harder because you're sitting on the bus for a long time. But I will tell you, um, I'm really proud of our team. I always enjoy the Cascade Road Trips. That's where we really – bond together you know we get to eat together and hang out in the hotels and have that challenge on the road um and so and, I, and i'm really proud we've started four of our first five conference games on the road yeah um and we've, and we've done our job so far we're four and one in conference we're sitting in a really good spot right now you know you have and i don't understand how that got scheduled but you already played one of your eastern games you're going to turn right around and you have to go to Legrand. Uh, right after Christmas you know that's a team that's much much better than their record and uh, you gave them a pretty good thumping next time they're really going to want to they're really going to want to get you when you go to Legrand. yeah well I think you know the season is really long and everybody hits their their hard times at different times and I think we just caught Eastern on a night where they were a little fatigued um, and we were maybe hitting our stride a little bit but I do expect with the Christmas break that you know they're going to regroup and trying to you know trying to do the same thing at their place is just not 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 typical right so you get, we have to go in there and emotionally handle that hey they are going to give us a game and it could be very close at the end and if we can handle that then we'll have a chance you know it looks like it's really early colby but it looks like uh the conference battle is going to be uh tough i mean it, it 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 seems like to be one of those years that anybody can beat anybody uh anybody can surprise anybody just talk about your uh view of the conference up to this point yeah, no, I think there's a lot of depth. You know, we just played Warner Pack on Saturday night, and they hit 16 threes against us and closed the game to a one-possession mm -hmm. uh, uh, game with one minute to go. And so they're talented. Multnomah's proven that they have the talent, that they can play with the best of the best. Um, you know, I think Southern and OIT are, are back to kind of what they traditionally are or, or want to be. They're healthy. They've got veterans. Um, Southern, obviously, tough matchup for us. Um, and they're leading the league. And then you got LC kind of sitting, you know, quiet up in the yep. North Idaho right now. They're leading the league. Uh, I think they're four and zero or five and zero right now. And they they uh, they put some thumpings on some people. And so they're getting healthy and confident. 
Um, and so I do think the league is is uh, kind of back to uh, its traditional standards. And I think a lot of that's just having healthy teams and having their depth again. Well, Colby, I wish you luck as you, you know, continue through this battle of the Cascade Conference. I'll see you when I get out to Caldwell. But I want to wish every you, you, your team, and then everybody there in Caldwell, all your great fans, a uh, happy holiday. I always enjoy uh, going out to College of Idaho for a game. That's one of my favorite places to go. So you guys have a happy holiday. You bet, Bill. You too. We appreciate it. We will see you at the end of January, and I will make you a promise that uh, OIT game will be the largest crowd of our year, which probably <laughs> means probably means a sellout. So well, I already got I already got my ticket, so I'm safe. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Okay, that's Colby Blaine. He's head men's basketball coach, College of Idaho. Thank you, Colby. You bet, Bill. Hey, thank you very much to Colby Blaine uh, and to College of Idaho to giving me a few minutes. Uh, Colby is always really good about responding if I try to get him on for a couple of minutes. So thank you very much, Coach. Well, tonight, Oklahoma Wesleyan, uh, they uh, hosted Texas Wesleyan. They're 11-1. They beat Texas Wesleyan 76-67. to Jaden Litsky, 15 points, 5 rebounds. Nick Bean, uh, 18 points, 9 rebounds. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan just seems like they're really rolling. They're off until January 3rd, and they'll play Avila. Arizona Christian, oh, man, they dropped three in a row. And, boy, they were playing for their proverbial life tonight uh, against Providence. Uh, the, the game, uh, I think Providence was ahead, don't quote me on this, four or five points. Uh, Arizona Christian hit some key shots down the stretch. And then with eight seconds to go, uh, Dennis Flowers, he hit a three-pointer that put the game that put the game away for them in overtime. They won that game 97-94. Dennis Flowers, he ended up with 22 points, three rebounds. Dominic Gonzalez, uh, 21 points, two rebounds. Huge win for Arizona Christian. There, just a huge difference between nine and three and eight and four. Uh, they really, really needed that win on December 21st, which is what Wednesday. Thursday, uh, they're going to play Benedictine Mesa. Rocky Mountain tonight, they played Mid-American Nazarene. And, uh, you know, they've got the, Rocky Mountain's got this thing where they're falling, uh, falling behind at halftime. They did it against uh, the Masters and they got away with it. They did it against Marion and they didn't get away with it. And tonight, uh, they fell behind at half and Mid-American Nazarene. I'm sorry, they just finished them off. Uh, Mid-American Nazarene beat them by 30. Uh, uh, Makai Elmore, 27 points, two rebounds. Ed Wright, he had 20 points. And Anthony Brown, 10 points, 10 rebounds. Rocky Mountain, they go to 7-3. and three. And on December 29th, they're going to play Southern Alberta Institute of Technology. Hey, how did the Pioneers, what they think of that big win? Let's take a look. They should have thrown coach in the showers there. <laughs> I think I think they had a good time. That was a big win for them. Congratulations to uh, Mid American Nazarene. The Masters tonight they played Montana Western, a pesky Montana Western team. Uh, the Masters they won this game seventy eight seventy two. Look at that, Caleb Lowry. He's on fire. See that twenty six points, fifth 
15 rebounds. Uh, Caden Starr, 20 points, 8 rebounds. The Masters, they go to 10-3, and three, and they're going to play Mount Royal University on December 29th. I have no idea who that is. Uh, but the Masters, they're 10-3, and three, and I'm sure they're glad to be done with Montana Western. Olivet Nazarene, they're playing a tough duty. Uh, they had to go over to uh, Hilo, Hawaii. They played uh, Concordia, two-game uh, rumble in the in paradise, I called it. Uh, two, two overtime game, uh, finished up Concordia 1 at 108, 103. It's just an instant classic. It's one of those games that it's really a shame for either side to lose. They put on a great show. Uh, big, big win for uh, the Bulldogs. For Olivet Nazarene, they go to 8-3. and three. For uh, Concordia Bulldogs, Noah Shutt, 25 points, 9 rebounds. He's one of the better uh, all-around players in the country. And then Tristan Smith, 22 points, 8 rebounds. So no rest for Olivet Nazarene. Uh, because uh, tonight they're going to play another really tough GPAC team in Hastings, and Hastings is very good as well. Hey, another NAI action, uh, Coach Chris Wright, NAI Coach of the Week, Hoop Dirt Coach of the Week. Congratulations to uh, Coach Wright, well-deserved there at Langston. Also, if I can get it up here, uh, Bethel tonight, they beat Cumberland, Drew Lutz, 30.7 rebounds, and big James Anderson, 18.7 rebounds. Uh, if you haven't seen Drew Lutz play, you definitely need to uh, get on the video and, and watch them watch them play. Uh, we're going to have, if all goes well, we're going to have Coach Steve Draben from Bethel with us tomorrow. Well, that's all I have for today. We'll be here tomorrow, and remember, we'll have Coach Steve Draben talking uh Bethel basketball. Thanks to everybody. I appreciate everybody who watches and listens, and I appreciate all the the kind uh, uh, feedback I get. And I hope everybody enjoys the holiday with their family. But in the interim, we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you very much for supporting our podcast. Please like and subscribe. Get out to your local NAI school because NAI basketball is the best entertainment value in America.